You have heard it said, Do unto others as you would have others do unto you. But I got a better statement for you. Do unto others as you would have God do unto you. <laughs> or more accurately, as you do unto others, so will God do unto you. Now that should put the fear of God in you. <laughs> if you don't forgive, God will not forgive. If you do not show mercy, God will not show you mercy. If you don't love, God will not show you love. What is the test, really? How do you love God? How do you love your neighbor? It is a twofold relationship. Because loving God is not loving the neighbor, and loving the neighbor is not loving God, yet they're both intertwined with each other because they are related. It is God's spirit in your neighbor, and your neighbor was created by God. Papa wants us to love one another because we belong to him. No parent wants his children fighting. He's like, stop it. She's your sister. He's your brother. Stop fighting amongst each other. Yet he also wants you to love him. But in order to teach you responsibility, to teach you about yourself, about your behavior, there has to be consequences. Or else we do not learn. So what if God treated you the way you treat your neighbor, would you still be so stiff-necked? Would you still be so exact and so demanding, so inconsiderate? Taking everything for granted, bullying and pushing and shoving? Would you? When you show no consideration to that guy who's struggling a little bit, who's a little slow, he doesn't fully understand, he doesn't remember, do you show him compassion? Are you understanding? What if God treated you that same way? If he called you a little slow, if he hit you over the head every time you forgot, every time you broke something, you broke something, he breaks one of your bones. What if God treated you that way? And yet that's the way most of you treat your brethren. Sure, you claim, you say things, but there's no actions to back up what you say. It's all a bunch of empty words. You don't love. There is no love in you. I know people say that all the time, but are they considerate? No. You try to sleep, they play loud music, loud television stomping things, knocking things over, banging doors, and they say they love? Where's the love? <laughs> That's not love. You say you care about someone, you know he's going through something, you know he just went through a cross-Atlantic flight. Do you even call to check on him, to ask someone that just came out of a war zone? Do you even care? Where's the love? You don't love. You don't care. You're selfish. 
You like the appearance of love, the form of it, the sound of it, but you have no love. The scripture tells you, if you know your brother in, is in need, give it to him. Don't wait for him to ask. How many of you actually offered just calling and asking, Stephen, do you need anything? Do you need me to order you some groceries when you get back? Do you need a flight from the, do you need a drive, a ride from the airport when you land? Can I get you anything? Can I order you some takeout? I know you just come back from a 15 hour flight, not to mention all the drives, all the airport time, being awake for over 40 hours, coming back to an apartment without any food because he's been gone for a few weeks. Did you order him some food? No, none of you did. And you claim you love him. Hmm, interesting, isn't it? Everybody call when they need something, but they never call to ask you if you need something. Isn't that interesting? Is there anything I can do for you? Sure, you say I'll pray for you, but I don't need your prayer. I know how you pray. You don't pray. You don't pray. Sure, you say you're going to fast and pray, but what does that even mean? You know, most of the time you pray for something and God says, well, you are the answer to your own prayer. Why do you pray for this person to get so-and-so? You give it to them. Oh, I'll pray for you, brother, that you get some shelter. Well, you have a house. You have blankets. Why don't you give him shelter? God is not a fool. And again, I say, what if... God treated you the way you treat your neighbor, your brother. <laughs> you wouldn't like that, would you? Hmm. I just wonder. Obviously, God is good and loving and zealous for his name. So he's not necessarily going to let you face it in this day and age. But rest assured, there is judgment coming. Just because you are in Yeshua, whatever that means, just because you believe does not mean you get away with your godless living. Each man will be judged according to their deeds. He will repay each and every one of us according to how we treat our brothers. There will come a day of judgment, you know, and you will answer for your absence of love. So don't think you're saved just because you receive the sacrifice, the atoning lamb of God. No. He just made a way for you so that you could walk it. He hasn't walked it for you. He just made it. He's like, here you go. I made a way for you. Before there was no way. Now there is a way. You have to walk that way. He said, I am the way. He didn't say, I am it. I am the way. You got to walk the way. He didn't walk it for you. You have to love. Love the Lord with all your heart. Be with Him. Have an intimacy. Have a relationship with Him. Spend time with Him. Become like Him. And then, love your brothers. Show them compassion, mercy, grace, kindness. Be patient with one another. God is more patient with you 
than you could ever imagine. I know. <laughs> I know. The patience of God. And then we get impatient with one another. How is that godly? How is that holy? Be careful. There is a judgment. And each and every one of us will have to face that judge and give an account for what we did. You've been warned.